Katia and I have been observing cities uh, as hosts of mega events and on large cultural interventions for the last uh, 20 years, getting on to 21 years. My specialism has been the Olympic Games, uh, both in their summer and winter editions, uh, but I have also spent over 15, now 16 years, looking at other types of uh, events such as the European Capital of Culture program across the EU. And after a year like the one we have experienced with the shutting down uh, of festivals and events around the world due to the COVID-19 uh, crisis and the pandemic, big questions emerge uh, about the future uh, of collective encounters is ready to keep aspiring to this type of, of initiatives? Uh, does it make sense to keep working on uh, and, and preparing, uh, especially mega events, the, the larger scale of them all within the foreseeable future? We have uh, the Tokyo 2020 Olympics, the very first edition in the Olympic movement and many question marks about how they will look like in, in Tokyo this summer. Announcements already being made about the fact that the city will not be able to welcome international audiences, international delegations that come just to spectate. So what kind of event will it be? Will it have a festival atmosphere? Will it just be a closed door event uh, taking place exclusively for the athletes themselves uh, and only witnessed through media? Uh, does it make sense to host uh, an event if there is no a city around it? Uh, does it make sense to talk of the Olympics if we do not have an Olympic city? This is a question I am very interested in keeping uh, in exploring and that I will be debating through this podcast over the next few weeks as we approach Tokyo. Now, alongside this podcast and all the Think Out Loud uh, reflections I might share with you, building towards Tokyo 2020. Uh, there have been a few lectures that are also available online. One that was called uh, Can We Live Without Mega Events? And you can find this through the University of Liverpool website. And then you have a full report and written think piece produced with the Salzburg uh, Global Seminar, uh, answering the question, the future of festivals. What is the future 
what future folk festivals the piece I have produced there is about what future for mega events and what I argue there is that mega events only make sense they will only retain meaning and value if they protect their festival dimension so if they are also connected to place um, and especially uh, this uh, is essential if we are thinking of mega events that move that rotate um, if for any reason as a result of this uh, pandemic situation uh, the forces that be might decide that events like the olympics or, or the world expo could occur in a much more enclosed you know closed doors environment uh, with a focus on the core rationale, be it uh, the presentation of elite sport or the presentation of industry advancements and, and a change of innovation and, and business opportunities between nations. Uh, if that is something that can be envisaged to, to happen and take place without an actual audience other than the media, then of course the argument should be for permanent locations, for just uh, like a mega event venue that hosts and <laughs> entertains these gatherings uh, in a professional way. If the point is also to touch all the different corners of the world, then we really need to do so more porous, more uh, open uh, to diverse communities of interest uh, and obviously to engage their interest. We need the festival atmosphere. We need the broader cultural programming. We need the dialogues around identity and representation. We need context. This is what we have, such a fascinating point in time right now to actually think and push uh, to its limits, given that pragmatism might suggest to some of the organizers that actually maybe you could do without. Make no mistake in this podcast, <laughs> my line is going to be very firm on the opposite argument and I will be sharing the findings of previous research on this matter.